Flight 209er, you are cleared for takeoff. Roger. Huh? LA departure frequency 123.9er. Roger. Huh? Request vector. Over. What? Flight 209er, clear for vector 324. We have clearance, Clarence. Roger, Roger. What's our vector, Victor? Now I radio clearance over. That's Clarence over. Over. Roger. Huh? Roger over. What? Huh? Who? Episode 165 of the Cult of Matt Mark Cult Film Review Podcast. I'm Matt. And I'm Mark. And uh, make sure to head over to the Facebook and like us at the Cult of Matt Mark or head over to our blog at cultfilmreview.blogspot.com or shoot us an email at cultfilmreview at gmail.com. Any show news this week, Mr. Hudson? Uh, unseasonably cool this week. Yeah, it's, it's very it's, strange. Uh, yeah, it's very strange. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, either that or we we both have terrible fevers. Uh, I can't tell which. Uh, well, but, uh, you feel you feel like quite a, a little hot potato. Uh, it's been in the nineties here in Seattle, uh, not just for a few days, but it seems like almost a week or more, and predicted to be uh, in the nineties again for another week. And uh, the town, if anybody's been to the city of Seattle lacks uh air conditioning in almost all the homes well so, you really uh, don't use it except in your home but you, yet you're still complaining i'm still complaining <laughs> yeah no i i well i when we started uh when i started uh my leave my paternity leave i guess i looked at the 10 day and i saw that it was going to start clipping the 90s at the end of of the of the forecast mm-hmm. And so I was like, I better go out and get that fucking air conditioner for uh, the kids' room. So I went out and snagged it. And there was like, at the time, there was like a wall of air conditioners. And I was like, oh, awesome. So I had my pick. And uh, now they're running shit on the news where it's like fucking like Soylent Green and Mm -hmm. people fighting over, you know, air conditioners at Home Depot and shit. The homeless are dining on, you know, slow-cooked elderly people. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 cats and dogs living together. It's 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 mayhem. So uh, anyway, I somehow uh, uh, snuck under the wire, and and I'm uh, slightly proud of myself for that. But mm-hmm. uh, still, I mean. I can sleep at night, but I can't, like, live in my house uh, comfortably during the day when it's, like, clipping 80 degrees in the house. So it's, it's Just go. Shitty. You got a local bar? Just head up to the rickshaw and just drink all day. Drink your day away, With man. With the children there? Is that going to work? Yeah, uh, so. The children are fine. They run Their temperatures run high anyways. <laughs> They'll be fine. Uh, anyway, it sucks. Uh, nobody's liking it. This isn't a town built for heat. Uh, well, it's, it's a perfect uh, week for a comedy. Oh. It is, yeah. So uh, I don't really have any show news other than that. Um, let's see. Mark made a, uh, a salient prediction about uh, the General Lee and the Confederate flag last mm. uh, week when we reviewed uh, Smoking the Bandit. Oh. TV Land pulled uh, Dukes of Hazard uh, because of the Confederate flag controversy. So I think we can all rest easy now at night knowing that uh our uh racial tensions are past us that the symbol of the, the confederate flag is no more and uh it's done right well done. i think he, i think i saw that post on facebook but i think you need to ask yourself this question are we poorer 
as a society for not having repeats of the Dukes of Hazards on TV? <laughs> I think the answer is probably no. Uh, that's an interesting one. You know, uh, well, uh, what, what's it like giving up a little liberty, you know, is just uh, inviting in a little bit more tyranny. So, I think the uh, worst thing where do is we that draw the Netflix, line, Mark? Where do we draw the line? Well, has, has, has of, Netflix uh, Mary Tyler not, Moore? not pulled the, the movie starring Vince Vaughn from 2003 off of streaming on Netflix? Which which is that is that the Dukes of Hazard like remake? Mm-hmm. Is it wasn't that Vince Vaughn? Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, no, it wasn't Vince Fuck Vaughn. Yeah. It was. Um, hmm. You're not I thinking of Starsky and Hutch, are you? Oh, uh, maybe I'm I thinking. Think you, I, I yeah, thought they, I thought they remade it. No, they made a Dukes of Hazard because they oh, had yeah. some dipshit blonde model lady. Oh, yeah. Short they had uh, the Simpson chick. She was playing Daisy Duke. Oh, and the guy from Jackass yeah. played one of the Duke boys. Oh, Johnny Knoxville. Yeah. yeah I don't know who yeah. played his compadre. Is that on oh, Netflix shit. still? I don't know. I haven't checked. That's well, really... that. That That's like... Yeah, that's that's the end is nigh if they pull that. that no, film. but you always got the uh, the new uh, miniseries based on uh, Wet Hot America's Summer coming up. I know Mark uh, is pretty excited about that. Uh, I guess uh, Netflix is uh, they're doing a little what ten part series. Can Wet I Hot America's can I buy your streaming code because I just got the regular DVD Netflix. You're, that's cool, oh, right? Oh my god. No, I'm sorry, man. You're just gonna have to. You're gonna have to pony up. Just post it on the Facebook page. I'm sure pony everybody up, else, yeah. nobody else uses it. Right. Put my login on the Facebook page. Yeah, that's yeah, reasonable. That right? should work. No, mm. yeah, I don't. I got 152 uh, uh, open lines <laughs> to the Netflix server. Can you do that shit? I wonder if you can. They you, must. Limit no, no, no. You can share them between people in different. Like 150 areas. people. No, no, no. So. I think yeah. what they do is they. I mean, if it gets too high, they. They'd flag it as suspicious. I'm sure people get their Netflix passwords hacked, right? And then people share them online, you would guess. So they must have some policy where if they see a big spike in viewing. But I think they also have a thing where they don't allow more than like three or so streams to actively be going at once, which you could imagine would be an issue with like a family if you had like five teenage kids and stuff they all and that, that they all hated you mm-hmm. and they all hated each other and they all like to go into their own rooms with their laptops yeah and, and they would they want to see exactly how fast can i get to the 250 gigabyte per month uh data cap probably pretty fast i was reading about the uh, new horizons uh pluto probe which uh i'm all very uh, the revet family is very excited about the close encounter of New Horizons with Pluto here in a few days. Yeah. I don't know if anybody else is, but uh, I mean it'll be neat. I'll be looking forward. I saw like they had like a really fuzzy image of it uh, yesterday, uh, going yeah. through a rotation. So yeah. I mean, how close are they actually getting? I mean, they're going too fast to go into orbit, right? They're just going to do a flyby. Yeah, they're just going to do a, a whip through because there's no uh, way they can they can they carried fuel for a de- deceleration, right? No, you would have to basically have the entire rocket on hand to slow mm-hmm. it down mm-hmm. from its insane or take speed. even longer to get there. When did this launch? 96 or something? 2006. Oh, so it's been 10 God, years. They could have given roughly. I wonder if they could have or they could have engineered a orbit or maybe some sort of weird elliptical path. Uh, so the uh, data rate uh, coming down from a Pluto, mm-hmm. uh, two kilobits per second. <laughs> oh, two? That's not two. I was actually sort of. That's pretty decent. That's their. Is it? What is that? Two. Is that, yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, that's. I mean, you could. I mean, you could push a fair amount through there. I mean, not a, a copy of uh, the Dukes of Hazard's complete DVD set. Right. 
So we're not expecting the Pirate Bay to uh, upload its server out to Pluto anytime soon to, uh, you know... Uh, oh, I escape the long arm, of, long arm yeah, of the copyright Yeah, the, the law? extremely long arm of the law. Yeah, that, uh, you, you, that would be a tough uh, seed for, uh, <laughs> for a BitTorrent file. Please seed my Pluto data, <laughs> will you please? Yeah. Yeah, two kilobits per second. I don't even know what, what were old modems... Are they like uh, 56? So what sort of power are we talking about to transmit at that rate, though, from Pluto? Uh, Can you do a quick back-of-the-hand uh, calculation on that? No, well, no. Uh, they got, a, I think their uh, dish is two meters. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And, um, but what the dishes that they're using on Earth are, uh, they call it the Deep Space Network. So if anybody's seen the movie Contact, they basically point all those giant fucking dishes. Oh, the v- very large probe. array? Yeah, they, like they use the that. whole very large array. To Fuck man, they use that, and then they use shit like in Australia and Europe. They they just huh? man, they just 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 fucking oh, just because all. the loss rate's so high, they get it multiple times just to try. They to just compete. need more gain. They need yeah. basically an antenna the size of the Earth. Oh, so they just so, add all those together to get the data. Yeah, God, I wonder. Yeah, I wonder how don't. much like I just. I wonder how noisy that signal is. It must be terrible. Uh, they're smart people. They yeah, can they figure, figure that out. shit out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, anyway, so that's how they that's how they do the uh, the downlink. Hmm. So that's yeah, it's 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 not uh, ET with his fucking umbrella out there and his speaking spell. It's it's some it's some serious hardware to do that kind they of thing. Should put like so. a, lo- a fiber optic cable or something. <laughs> just put a big spool on the probe. Ooh, good idea. Yeah, just like, <laughs> you know, just have that thing just whipping at you know well, whipping you off a reel. Well, you could put the spool on our end. What would be the mass of a, fi- a fiber optic strand from? I don't know. Just have it floating in space. Just well, just imagine it getting all whipped spindle. around as it does orbits and stuff. What a disaster! Oh yeah, just it like cut through fucking it take, Jupiter. It, and... it take all the silica on Earth to make a fiber optic yeah. cable. That Sa- beach, beaches would just disappear <laughs> as the sand just aggregated and float up into space. <laughs> Good idea, Mark. I think, but you know, you would have lossless uh, transmission. Well, I'm thinking. Did, I'm uh, thinking. Well, you know, those do have actually have quite a bit of loss. Uh, well, now you're bursting everybody's bubble. <laughs> you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to put amplifiers every. Uh, it was an Arthur, Arthur C. Clarke like idea you had there, Mark. And now you. Well, just I think. Totally... Out, I think outside the box. Way <laughs> outside the box. Completely <laughs> uselessly outside the box. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get into the movie this week. Uh, the movie uh, this week is the classic. I believe it's 1980 Airplane! Uh, exclamation point. Uh, plot rundown, real quick. Still craving for the love of his life, Ted Stryker follows Elaine onto the flight that she is working as a member of the cabin crew. Elaine doesn't want to be with Ted anymore. But when the crew and the passengers fall ill from food poisoning, all eyes are on Ted. So uh, that's all you need, plot-wise, for mm-hmm. this uh, this film. What would you, if you were to, I know you said broad comedy, but it's a little bit more than that. What would you call this is it pure farce i mean it's a take on the old 57 movie uh zero hour oh is it i have no idea which they actually bought the rights to to completely rip it off and uh has the same plot basically oh really poisoning yeah that's why this makes no sense from a time standpoint how he just got out of the war six years yeah and world war ii see i love that this movie is just unhinged yeah, from from any fun. sort of reality, it's like whatever right. the joke is, they'll just do the joke, right? right? Yeah, old black and white like uh, World War Two footage of of of, of uh, combat planes, uh-huh. and somehow it's like 1980, uh-huh. and Ted Stryker looks like he's about 30, yeah. 32. 
I know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's. I, it would be fun to see Zero Hour, but um, I mean, I guess. I. I mean, I don't know why. I mean, broad comedy, I think, is pretty good for this. It's just a zany. You know, uh, I mean, is there a better term? No. Well, it's. I really it's, don't know. Um, well, it uses uh, what I would call a literal figurative uh, comedy hooks uh, at at length. Right. I mean, that's kind of where the genesis of the humor lies is the taking figurative kind of turns of phrase and, you know, silliness and making it completely literal, especially the famous line. um, Surely you're joking and don't call me Shirley. You know, that whole thing. What? I mean, what what line are you talking about? Can you fly this plane and land it? Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Exactly. I mean that's so, a that's a super famous line. They didn't that, they didn't make it up for this movie, right? Uh, that seems like an ancient joking. vaudeville bit or something. I don't think so. Yeah. I think it's uh, I think it was hatched here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so uh, I, then there's the you know uh, something like what is it? You know the hospital? What is it or something? Mm, yeah, that's an old joke. Places. Yeah, it's a big building full of doctors and stuff. Yeah, that's like repeated two or three times. Mm-hmm. Well, the there is there is some. You know, there is some interesting repeats. I guess that's sort of part of comedy. I mean, we saw, you know, sort of referencing itself. I mean, what, what was classic for doing that? Uh, Seinfeld, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Who was another person who always liked to repeat himself? Uh, uh, um, David Letterman always seemed to repeat stuff. Like, oh, yeah, that was, in, yeah, he was he was a big, big guy on on uh, repetition. Mm-hmm. Like, if you, he would just repeat shit, like, halfway through the show. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, hey, you uh, make a quick reference to, yeah, like, do you got any, do you got any muffins? And then yeah, you yeah. just say that. That would be like, like the number two on, that was the biggest left on the top 10 list. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to, I'm going to do, I'm going to do dumb guy, dumb guy at a, uh, at a bake, at, at a bagel shop where they don't serve muffins. Hey, do you got any muffins? <laughs> and, and then he would just do that. Like, like in, in, in the bits, like 20 to 30 minutes in the show, he's like, Hey, uh, Paul, I'm going to, uh, Hey, do you got any muffins? Yeah. You know, he would just. Do, I mean, it was weird. I guess it was sort of absurd, which, yeah. which makes sense that David Letterman's favorite comedian was uh, Norm Macdonald. Oh God, that was like Norm Macdonald. Norm Macdonald's shtick. Hilarious. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Norm Macdonald. Norm Macdonald was a comedian that is a comedian that I think likes nothing better than to bomb on stage. <laughs> so was, his his weekend update, I think, may be be the best weekend update. He I, he just he would wait. For, he would just he had a bomb already. He would go. sit on it. I mean, and he'd he sit on like, it after he said it. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he, and he would look at the audience and he's just like, "Yeah, fuck you." You know, it was <laughs> awesome shit. Oh, I mean, talking well, about coincidentally. Well, mm-hmm. coincidentally, uh, David Letterman tried out for the role of Ted Stryker. Oh so, really? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, I think he. Well, I mean, I remember his early acting stuff. Like he did a bit, he did a like maybe a two episode arc on Mork and Mindy. Oh, really? You even remember oh, that wow. he played a yeah. um, he played an asshole. Because surprisingly well, enough, yeah. that ran like sort of this uh, cultish self help group or something that okay. uh, Mindy I think got involved with, and Mork sort of took him down <laughs> by calling him on his bullshit and his sort of the childlike innocence that Mork had. That's a that's a sitcom I have. Uh, it's of the same era as Airplane, but I, I have very few 
uh, episodes sort of at my fingertips. Mm-hmm. I, I remember watching it as a kid, but beyond that, it's, it's, it's scant, my memory. Is there anything in, I don't know uh, if you watched the DVD copy that I watched. No, no, I had to, no, of course not. Uh, but uh, I don't know if there's other versions, but there's, there's like here's I'm gonna I'm gonna send you an image from the movie, Ooh, and um, I I just I don't recall ever seeing this right here. So okay. um, waiting, waiting, this is making good podcast image. There you go. Oh 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 yeah 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 no I remember that I, I totally remember I was that. watching it and I was like yeah. what the hell all of a sudden yeah, there's yeah. a bunch of and now it's on now it's on my Google account. See, uh, <laughs> you know, but this was back in the day. This this movie was rated R. Oh, was it? Are they, I guess uh, Mark's referencing the the boob jiggling scene. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the, the panic, during during the panic, panic scene, just some lady in like a a pair of like super high cut underwear just comes yeah, out and jiggles some just awesome, awesome set 80s, of early eighties breasts. Natural with just some boobs. great puffy nipples, just absolutely gorgeous. <laughs> And uh, I was like, I was so surprised. I don't. Th- I think I've only seen this movie like on TNT before. So that yeah. sort of really surprised me. Uh, well, I think back in the eighties, the R rating was was um, uh, less honed marketing wise, and I don't think people give much of a shit. And so, uh, you know, an R rating was notional, and uh, it didn't hurt box office. Now it totally hurts box office, so they'll they'll make shit needlessly PG thirteen, and you're never going to see a boob, and it's kind of depressing. And I guess now with the internet, you don't need to see as many boobs in the cineplex as you did. Uh, but uh, yeah, they just they just you know who cares? Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> I just sent you the image of the whacking material stand. I know. I forgot when that. It's Captain, awesome. Captain Over is hanging out, yeah. check, flipping through a copy of. Modern sperm, <laughs> but yeah, I, I never that. noticed it actually said whacking material right yeah, on the magazine. That's that's hilarious, yeah, <laughs> which is really uh, appropriately titled. Exactly. <laughs> I didn't know that's I how you spelled whacking with an H. You learn something every day. Uh, I don't think about that word too often. I don't uh, think I've ever seen it written. Yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah, so uh, did its naughtiness surprise you? Uh, no, uh, no. I just thought I just thought those two things were funny. I didn't remember. I I did remember. I got, did they cut that out on the TV broadcast? They must too, because I think there's some like naked breasts in the back. I guess they could blur them. Uh, I just don't yeah. remember seeing it saying whacking material before. Just which would have cracked me cracked me up as a kid. Uh, so. I don't know how we wanted to review this. I was kind of well, thinking of funniest bits, like we we've been doing. Yeah, and, well, I think uh, that's. I think well, you know, one of these explorations that I wanted to do for the broad comedy is how do you talk about comedies and it's you know, hard. trial by fire. We're just go. We're going to talk about them, and so we're right. going to we're going to come up with some sort of system. And I think that talking about these broad comedies, I think it's maybe a little easier than like a more subtle comedy, like say Annie Hall. Um, yeah, possibly. Here, we, 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 I think just talking about what bits we thought were good, what we thought were bad, what we thought, you know, were maybe foul or something. Sort of a good, bad, and ugly in a larger sense. And that's sort of what I writ, wrote down in my notes. Basically, I categorized, like, made three categories of bits. And, okay. Uh, so we can just talk. Wow. About, we can talk about the you know the best, and I can drop some, uh, you know, I'll drop some. Uh, uh, if I have a couple of pertinent. It sounds questions. like you did some more homework than I did. Well, so I mean, I sat you, down uh, with my. You know my uh, 
Enviro Notes recycled paper product book okay. that, I, that I, I take notes when I watch the movie, as you I'm sure you do. Oh yeah, and, uh, <laughs> and you use one note though. It's, you know, it's more modern. I like to write shit down. So I mean, uh, let's see here. Um, best jokes. I'll just I'll just start picking them off. All right, uh, let's the do it. Rex Kramer mirror gag. Rex Kramer mirror gag. That's um, hilarious. What a fun little piece of of cinematography there. It's when uh, the guy from when they go to get Rex Kramer in his house with his wife and the dog. Remember, the, yeah. there's a dog bit. He's uh He's sitting by in the foyer of the house, and the wife's talking yes. to him. And he's just barely off camera. You can see his uh, his hands. It's like it's looking over his shoulder, and his wife's like handing handing him his jacket or stuff. And you actually see him in the full length mirror uh, while he's talking to his wife about you know he's complaining about how he always has to save the day. And then it cuts away for and cuts back, and it's the same shot. But they but all of a sudden when he goes to leave, he walks out of the mirror. Because they had re uh, Jesus Christ, I missed that. What you've oh that part always cracks me up. So they got this oh one God. shot of him, and then they pan away, and then they, they have him walk out of the mirror. They just have a Fuck reflection that. of it. That I, is, I was too that focused is really the funny. Getting mauled on the floor by the gold. Yeah, the guy is getting mauled in the background both both times when it's the right. mirror or when it's oh. the reflection. But I always yeah. thought I always thought that was hilarious because they, they don't even, the, nobody recognizes it. it just happens. Uh, speaking of. Yeah. The Rex Kramer bit that I, I, for whatever reason, maybe it's my 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 inner child when I saw this movie mm-hmm. uh, cackling is the uh, the fake moving background of the car. Oh, uh, oh like when he runs when over the ground, the they bicycle? throw the ten speed and, and shit across the front of it, and then you see the guy get up in the background uh-huh. and go like "fuck you," yeah, yeah. I, I, and they just don't skip a beat. Uh-huh. I, for what I, I don't know why, maybe it's I, I still found that funny, and it's maybe because I just I I, I have this this rage for the uh, plague of bicyclists on the roads here in Seattle. So uh, just the <laughs> that's, that's right. You're you're angry at the bicyclists for some reason. That, yeah. Every, every time I give bicyclists extra room and I slow down a few miles an hour, so you know I don't have to try to pass a bicyclist just before I get to an intersection, or you know right. I move over a little bit so they can filter through. I always think yeah. of you and go, "What would Matt do in this situation?" Uh, I just uh, I, I, well, I would, would you aggressively would... pass that bicyclist so you're not delayed. Ah, uh, yeah. I, I, well, I mean, I, I, I understand the, uh, uh, the, the need for safety, and so I, I, I don't ever endanger anybody. But um, I definitely, I, I, I try to let them know that I, I don't like them on the road, you know. And I, I've yelled at a, quite a few of them actually, and so. Uh, uh, I'm sure that I'm sure they get used to it. I, I flipped when I was riding bikes a little bit. I flipped off a couple of cars. Yeah, well, yeah. I just the the thing that you know that my I have a few few pet peeves with the double widers, the two guys like riding uh, side by side and consuming the entire lane, so you can't get around them. Mm. Uh, that that drives me nuts. <clears throat> I mean, and, if, if uh, I mean, if the there's a huge speed differential, right? If you're in the town and it's heavy traffic, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, I don't really care then. Yeah. But but when they're obviously slowing shit down and they're yeah, double I, wide, I hardly I, ever I, see. I hardly ever see that. I, I guess rare, what would piss people off is they don't like the filtering, probably. The filtering? Yeah, that's when you go through the traffic. Oh, yeah, that, that bugs me. Yeah. I've got I, 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 there's been movement in the Congress, I mean, in the state, the state, uh, 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 you know, down in Olympia, to make, like, filtering and, uh, and uh, 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 
what do they what do you call that? Uh, split lane splitting legal for motorcycles, which would be pretty awesome. Oh, all well, like, all like know, California. You get some of that down in California, right? When you go down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw some dude riding between the lanes on his motorcycle. Mm-hmm. I, I totally did not give a shit. I was like, oh, you can't do that in the state, but what the fuck ever. God, I, I tell you, that would be nice in the mornings. I the the thing about it is is I mean, this is the thing I, I have the same we're getting off topic here we need to get back to airplane but I have the same amount of 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 sympathy and sadness for uh, mount mountain climbers dying as I do bicyclists in the city getting hit by uh, fucking dump trucks I'm, I'm like you, you totally own that risk and you're just you're 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 you know and so it's, it, to me it's not a tragedy it's just that fucker wanted to do something risky and now he's paying the price yeah so boy man sure you don't want to get your own right wing radio television radio program this is it man right here tune in, tune you in just in. you sound just Matt like Mark. the guy on uh, the counterpoint uh segment of airplane when uh <laughs> that's when right the, Ca- that's I, think, right. I think it was an actual show i think that was a real guy from the time it was sort old of a, school, like pre-CNN. Yeah, sort, sort of, of a right-wing curmudgeon saying these people... Let them crash. People I knew what they were getting crash. into when they bought these tickets. That's right. That's right. It's about personal responsibility. I love personal... I oh, know. boy. People love getting their pants and panties in a bunch about personal responsibility. Ah, uh, they do. Everybody... I mean, you know, because it's... Uh, it's, it's easy to sort of, uh, you know... What do they call it? Couch quarterback mm-hmm. in event. Like, yeah, people do that. I mean, but, but yeah, once you like, once you, you once you give up the concept of free will, you're freed of all those ideas. Uh, maybe that. Maybe I should start doing that. Yeah, you're right. Anyway, yeah, that was kind of funny. They had to do count point counterpoint about a plane ready to crash. <laughs> That was pretty uh, awesome. Let's see here. Uh, other things I liked. Uh, well, we were talking about Rex Kramer. The double sunglasses was hilarious. Yeah. I liked when Rex Kramer, uh, maybe it's on your list, but uh, went in the terminal and started punching out like Hare Krishna's and shit. I, I didn't write that down, but oh, yeah, fuck, was, man. was that just something? I mean, I remember thinking about that as a kid. Like, that was sort of a gag, like the religious people at airports. So it doesn't seem like it exists now. Have you ever been accosted no. by somebody with some sort of agenda, religious or political, at a. I, I assumed it was a thing. I, I'm pretty sure there's probably ordinances now. To, oh, I don't to see keep why. People from, yeah, maybe there's. I mean, I mean maybe. They don't, well, airports don't fuck around with people that shouldn't be there anymore. No, that's one thing. you can just go hang out at the airport if you want. I know. Oh, yeah, I know. I, I don't know. I don't know why you don't see that. Hmm. But I, I, it, it was like a 70s gag. The Hare Krishna's at the airport. It was it was this thing. And I yeah, guess, I think it uh, sort of gripped the consciousness of the public at the time for right. some reason. I, I don't know. I, I watched that scene where he's just beating the fuck out of all these, you know, religious people, like just trying to get through the terminal. <laughs> and it just it, it hit my, uh, I guess my my rage vein when uh, I get solicitors coming to my door. Hold and, it, hold it. You don't. You, I know for a fact you have a no solicitation yeah, sticker out front. That must stop everybody. Yeah, uh, you'd think, right? And well, it who, does. I mean, who? To, I mean, do you consider like the you know, the Church of the Nazarene people coming? Is that solicitation? Well, solicitation isn't necessarily I want to sell you something. You're soliciting anything of mine. Whether it, And to me, soliciting is, I mean, it, I don't Even your eternal soul, definition. You're soliciting, like, a signature. Uh-huh. That's, you're soliciting me for a signature, okay. my opinion, mm-hmm. um, my time, mm-hmm. you know. 
<coughs> so anytime you come to my door and you knock on it, I point to the sign. I don't even say anything. I point to it. And they're like, oh, yeah, no, we're not selling something. And then I go, do you know what that sign really means? <laughs> and they go, they're like, what? It means don't fucking knock on my door at 7, in the, seven at night. Mm-hmm. That's what that sign means. Understand? It's like, well, we just thought. It's like, get the fuck off my lawn. I, I, I totally You really say that? Get the fuck off my no, lawn? No, I don't say that. But I, I was actually, there was an old guy who came to my door, mm-hmm. and he was petitioning. And I kind of gave him a pass. I opened the door, and he's like, "Well, I'm so." He was like, "You know," I point to the sign. He's like, "Well, I'm so." I'm just doing it. He's like, "I don't sign petitions," and then that was it. You know. How about if it was like a local, uh, like political, like like even for politics that you don't like somebody going for uh... no because that Mm -hmm. no it's it's I have like yappy dogs kids and shit and i just don't want anybody knocking on my door how about like a, so, just a somebody coming to your door to f- expose themselves that's not really solicitation right <laughs> that's true that's so true. that's cool that's i think a crime at that point so now they, be in a different, yeah well we know how way. uh you know the, up, the cops will be right on it yeah exactly well i have a cop i could probably he, he lives like kitty quarter to me oh he'd so. come out to shoot him <laughs> Or her. So, yeah, or her. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, we have equal opportunity perverts in this country. So, uh, anyway, that, that that was sort of my... I was like, yeah, fuck those guys. Oh, uh, see here. And it was just hilarious. Mm-hmm. It was like a kung fu bit. It was, it was mm-hmm. awesome. Okay, next bit. Yes, uh, awesome. The never-ending control panel. Oh, Pan. yeah, that was good. <laughs> they must have just created, balls. like, a, 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 a cylinder. I would guess, because that went on for a long time. I know. It was it was pretty good, yeah. I was I I always peek into uh, um, uh, cockpits, you know, as I'm I'm heading off the plane, you know, just kind of like looking in there, and I'm like, that's a lot of fucking little switches and gauges and shit, mm-hmm. you know. What is all that shit? I mean, do you need all that shit to fly the plane? Because I look in my car and I got like three gauges, you know, and a few buttons, and and I know it's just a car that has no you know navigation issues, but. Still, it blows my mind that there's all that shit in a plane, and uh, so much so they gotta like put panels on the ceiling, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy. I I I I know nothing about aviation with regard to uh, flying a plane, but uh, it was still pretty uh, entertaining when they uh, yeah did that I'm, pan. I'm sure most of the gauges in those planes is you know you, when you need the gauge, you need the gauge sort of situation. Yeah, yeah, they're probably like redundant oil pressure gauges mm-hmm. for like this, you know, all that kind of shit. So yeah, that was pretty funny. That's a good gag. Uh, let's see here. Um, oh, here's 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 one. I, I, here's another repeating gag. Uh, here's just one of the examples. I just want to tell you both good luck. We're all counting on you. <laughs> they do that. They do that three. Just times. keeps repeating. That I love that. I love how he comes in after the crescendo and and does it. That is yeah, really funny it. stuff. Leslie Nielsen uh, was not, played his role as if there was no comedic element. I, I read that he was um, he put the horse blinders on, mm-hmm. and so uh, he just read his lines as if you know he was he was in a serious film, which made it that much more funny. You know, what I'm, you know, what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, was this this isn't his first dippy role, or was it? <laughs> Uh, no, he had done a bunch of shit before that. I, I think he was having some uh, typecasting issues, and so he thought this would be a good opportunity mm-hmm. to kind of break him out of it a little bit. And it did, because it spawned the, the naked gun. Mm-hmm. Naked Which gun I, I had thought about doing it for the series, but I'm not going to do the naked gun. But uh, 
It's uh, kind of a certainly... it's kind of a takeoff on airplane. Yeah, it's, I thought it'd be behavior. a little redundant. Though that's definitely one that was on the short list. Oh boy, right. I got a huge list here. I guess we can just all right. Keep through. going. Uh, the uh, I like the boomerang hat at the disco bar. The boomerang hat at the uh, disco so, um, bar. So during one of the many flashbacks of the relationship between Elaine and Stryker, they're at that rough, that seedy like bar at the docks. Yeah, it's yeah. also a disco club. And yeah, when he sees course. Elaine, he pull, he throws his, uh, he throws off his like his navy dress white hat throws it off screen when he goes out to the dance floor and it comes back uh, in a couple of moments and hits the bartender in the side of the head. Oh, okay. Oh, that's good. That's funny. I didn't catch that either. Uh, Jesus, man. Crack me up. I'm falling apart. Uh, you got another one? I got, I got a ton of them. I keep going. Okay. Uh, when uh, 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 Dr. Uh, Rumack, is that his name? Rumack? Rumack? Dr. The Leslie Rumack. Nielsen yeah. character. Uh, is doing the gynecological exam. In yeah, the that passenger was compartment. I know that was pretty hilarious. What is going on there? He's got a pair of uh, what are those things? Those vaginally uh, spe- speculus. Yeah, yeah, yeah speculus. use it for opening any sort of orifice. Right, right. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have you ever been on a plane with a medical emergency? No, I, you know I haven't flown that much, oh, so uh, I never. Jesus, is it? It must I, be. I a guess disaster. I have. Um, there's no room. <laughs> what do they do? Well, they 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 ask if there's any uh, doctors on board. Uh-huh. That's I've had that happen. I want to say like four or five times. Oh, okay. And um, I guess the worst one. I, I, there was a time where where there were Rose and I are flying back from Hawaii, and some oh some kind of uh, Vicodin house Vicodin addled housewife had uh, sort of nodded off in the bathroom. I guess. Mm-hmm. And wasn't opening up the door. And well, they're so easy enough to open. There's a little notch right behind the the sign. You just push the sign. Right. The well, they they, they 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 assess the situation and they figure there might have been somebody ODing, and and so they uh, they go, "Is there any uh, health professionals on board?" Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so Rose was like, "Oh fuck," because she's a nurse, and and I guess by she goes, "Matt, kind of don't you dare law, say a goddamn thing." She was waiting for somebody else to, you know, uh-huh. pipe up, and luckily there was a doctor on board, and she was like, oh, thank Christ. But um, <laughs> we were over the Pacific Ocean, and yeah. so I was like, fuck yeah, man. We're, we're like, more than halfway. There's no fucking place to land. We're, we're going home, mm-hmm. you know? So I was like, thank Christ that we're, that we're at the, you know, at, at this point. And then the worst one was I was flying to St. Louis, of course, and uh, they had some uh, air marshal escorting a... a, a I guess uh, some criminal hmm. or some shit in the back of the plane, and he fisted a bunch of uh, fucking pills and OD'd. Oh, really? And it was like serious shit. They were like grabbing the oxygen out of the overhead mm-hmm. and running back, and you know, I mean, I guess it was pretty close to that guy going out mm-hmm. type of shit. And um, we were over like South Dakota, and they diverted us to Denver, Ooh. and then uh, hauled that piece of shit off the plane. And I was so pissed because, you know, it's... Did you just, like, like, kick him in the ribs as he went by? I was just, like, I just kept thinking, I was like, I hope that motherfucker dies. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking inconvenience inconvenience me, you asshole. Well, I guarantee you that he doesn't give a shit about you. Uh, You know, no. No. Well, he didn't give a shit about... I don't think, obviously, himself either. Yeah, Yeah, so that was the worst one where we actually diverted and landed and... um, you know, added about five hours to the flight, and I was just fucking livid. I was just like, that, I got to read to see if that cocksucker dies. <laughs> and you'll never hear about it. No, but it pissed me off. Mm-hmm. So that was that was the worst midair 
medical emergency I've ever experienced. Have you ever experienced an inappropriate in-flight movie? Uh, you know, uh, I, I, I've there's been occasions where I've like po- I've something that was on the on deck, like mm-hmm. on the in-flight viewer, like in the back like of the seat in front of you, sort of thing. Yeah, there's like some 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 titties and ass type of Were stuff. Were you like going watching on. Brown Bunny on there? I don't know. I was looking around. I was like, shit, man. I, I, should I feel self-conscious about this? Although uh-huh. there's times where I'm watching stuff on my iPad uh-huh. that has that, and then I kind of have to like flip it down or turn Just it Just pretend you're a, like a, 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 a Japanese businessman. Oh, yeah, oh, those fuckers don't give a shit, man. <laughs> well, I enjoyed the in-flight movie in this movie with the plane crash. Oh, yeah, that was I awesome. Thought, I thought that was pretty that was, funny. That was, that, was, that was hilarious. <laughs> So any, uh, let's get more bits. Uh, the life drawing scene in the flashback where Stryker's doing a, a life drawing painting, painting from his sick bed of like a guy jumping out of a uh, burning, crashed army jeep with like a baby in one hand and a gun in the other and his leg over his over his head. <laughs> and then it pans to later that he was actually doing a life drawing. He wasn't doing it. I was imagination. I thought that was a you know, funny bit. You know, it was kind of, I don't know if it was, I, I, it was kind of funny how, how this movie made fun of soldier PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't even think they could do it now. I think there's too much sensitivity um, to it. I know? don't know. But I thought that bit with the life drawings, I, I thought yeah, the bit, bit with Ethel Merman was, was pretty yeah, funny Ethel too. Merman. Exactly. Yeah. That was a, that was a good gag. Uh, what else you got? Oh God! All right, we'll just keep going here, man. Right. Uh, co-pilot Roger Murdoch, when he falls unconscious oh, yeah. from eating the bad fish, he's and got he's got a, he's got his Lakers gear on from yeah. the waist down. <laughs> that was funny. That was pretty good. And he's wearing, his, he's wearing the, his patented safety glasses too. One of the trivia bits: uh, Kareem Abdul Jabbar was on a flight, an actual flight, mm-hmm. and the the cabin crew. Had to get him up into the, 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 the co-pilot, co-pilot seat, seat <laughs> so they could take a picture with him in the co-pilot seat. That's funny. Was, yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> well, yeah. Why did they do it? Was it like a weird? Uh, was did I did Kareem Abdul-Jabbar like do these? Because he wasn't much of an actor. Did he do no. bit parts? He wasn't. He wasn't. It must have just been a one of the producers knew him. It was like a big Lakers fan or something. It was a good gag because it's just so unlikely. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's not yeah, like it's, Shazam with uh, Shaq, where he's actually trying to be an actor. No, this no, was just no, no. this was just a gag. I bet. I bet. No, because they were like, brothers... "Hey, are you Kareem Abdul Jabbar?" He's like, "No." You know, of course he is. It's <laughs> the funny part. Oh so. man, uh, let's see here. Um, how about some of the worst stuff? All right, no, some bad, some bad gags. Uh, the okay. metal arm and leg guy. That was that's a pretty old, stupid joke, right? Ah, the metal arm and leg guy. Going through God, the, this movie is dense. Early I, in the film, uh, they're going through the uh, metal detector, and a guy takes off his. Oh, head. yeah, not very yeah. good. Uh, the Mayo Clinic doctor with a bunch of mayonnaise and a, and a beating heart. Yeah, that that wasn't very funny. Admittedly, uh, yeah. the sick kid and the guitar. Scene yeah, bit. The, yeah, that was dumb. Where she gets her like IV uh, pulled and she says that sort of too long. Face. Well, the, the face is pretty funny. It's just, it's like, make it a weird face, you know. I can't think of any instance where you would pull an IV and instantly, like, start, you know. Well, maybe I we should ask your wife. Thing. Yeah, maybe we should. Um, exactly. You know, one thing I think was, I'm not sure how I feel about uh, the character that Stephen uh, Stucker played, Johnny, who was sort of an assistant uh, to the flight director 
at the yeah at, 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 he playing the gay guy it was sort of his yeah. shtick and right. um i mean what did you think about the john a character i mean i kind of liked well, him yeah i mean I, he was all right but God, i'm just trying to place it in its time and place I and mean, we were talking about you know the changing face of how society feels about gays i mean it's got so bad i mean the the mood of the country has changed so much that the supreme court decided to you know, sort there of wasn't anything re- like overtly referenced. He was flamboyant and and kind mm-hmm. of, uh, but there wasn't I mean, anything overtly. He was like, gay. But, he was the gay but, stereotype. Yeah, but but I, there was I don't know. I, I was okay with it. I didn't. Yeah, maybe that's I, me. I wonder. But, I wonder how. I mean, it looked weird to me. Now I just imagine what it's going to look like in like thirty, another thirty eh, or forty years. It didn't strike me as much as like the Buford T. Justice uh, fag mm-hmm. joke. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I thought it was okay. I, well, I didn't think it was crossing you, any you weird. You want some sad weirdness. news? Yes, he's uh, dead. Wh- yeah, what the, where year was this movie? Eighty. He died yeah. six years later of AIDS. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah. All right. Well, that is no f- way to put a blanket on that yeah, whole bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, see here, right. uh, and that sort of transitions over to what like bad taste or the ugly sort of jokes. Is how about the uh, the Malumbo tribe learning basketball? Yeah, that was bad. That was definitely a. Uh, 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 I, that 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 hit me as off off color, uh, um, pun intended. I guess the autopilot inflation tube joke. That was pretty funny. Really, you didn't like that? You thought that was stupid? I like the fact that the autopilot was inflatable. I yeah, think that, I mean, I guess me. I did sort of like it how uh, uh, a doctor uh, um, uh, Rumek came in and saw what was going on and like backed slowly out of the cockpit, and they were both having a cigarette afterwards. I guess that was yeah. sort of funny. Yeah. Uh, okay. The horse in uh, uh, Mrs. Over's bed. <laughs> was that it? Was that it? Was that a take on the Godfather? I assume it was. No, because the in the Godfather it? was a dead horse's head. One of his horses. This was a live horse's head. He was. She That's was. She funny. was fucking that horse. Oh, okay. He, she was going. You can get some bre- something to eat out of the fridge and let yourself out the back. She was hot to try. I mean, she was sort of, uh, you know, a, a mature woman. But you could see yeah. that she sort of, had a, sort of had a push-up bra, and you could see, like, the top of her breast, okay. sort of the whole thing. So I think she was just sort of a, you know, a, 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 you know sort of a very sexually... Uh, uh, At its best, I guess, not funny, right? Is that maybe other than yeah, having a horse? maybe it wasn't that funny. Of, I mean, I guess it was sort of funny. There was a lot of stuff. Like, I, the, the people killing themselves next to Stryker, I didn't think that was all that funny. I thought that was kind of like a... See here, really? uh, I did like the old lady who hung herself. I thought that was pretty funny. Um, Oh, man, bad gags. Uh, oh, you were, oh, bad gags? Well, I mean, well, I don't yeah, know. That's what I don't I know. we're talking about. Well, how about the... Here's a here's an extended uh, clip, and you can decide whether it's, it's bad or not. Joey, we have something here for our special visitors. Would you like to have it? Thank you. Thanks a lot. Sure. You ever been in a cockpit before? No, sir. I've never been up in a plane before. You ever seen a grown man naked? Do you want me to check the weather, Clarence? No, why don't you take care of it? Joey, you like movies about gladiators? <laughs> I don't know what well, it is, but that, that fucking... That, I mean, I just his dry delivery on that just is so hilarious. It is funny. Why is that shit funny? That shouldn't be funny, right? Like like uh, pederasty or whatever they call that. Like there's the there's the uh, infamous Alec Baldwin Boy Scout bit on Saturday Night Live. Do you remember oh, that? Oh, I think I barely. He's like sort of coming on to one of the Boy Scouts. Yeah, 
Yeah, well, it's it shouldn't be. It should be like horrific, right? Well, you I mean, know, that's but... part of humor. You take things that are dark and you sort of turn them on their head and you make fun of them, and people laugh. I mean, that's part of humor. I'm okay with it. I think for some reason, I think no, that's, because I think it that's is very it's funny. truly funny. It, it, I mean, it's it just the delivery. It, he oh, has yeah, got yeah. this nice smile on his face, you know, right? And says it like as if it's a spiel, like you said it before. Uh huh. Uh huh. Which yeah. you know, in in a way, I think the representation is probably sort of true. And I think that's what's so funny about it, because he is a very yeah. affable guy. Right. But I can right. see some people getting their panties in a bunch about that, or their or their uh, <coughs> boxer briefs in a, in that's a bunch. That's right. Their boxer briefs in a bunch about that. Uh, let's see. What other? Let's see. Um, uh, da, da, da. Here's another repeating bit. I'm just going to burn through them here, and I right. I love this bit. It, as a kid, I really loved it. it. Didn't strike me as quite as funny this time, but I, this is one of my more enjoyable parts about the film. I'm just going to work through them here. Here it comes. It's like I picked the wrong week to quit smoking. It's like I picked the wrong week to quit drinking. It's like I picked the wrong week to quit amphetamines. It's like I picked the wrong week to quit sniffing glue. <laughs> That's pretty good. I love when he's sniffing glue at the end. He ends up upside down. Yeah. <laughs> and then right. he ends up throwing himself out the window. I think that... Uh, I, I really love the McCronsky character. He was Crosby. good. And uh, God, who's, who's that actor? Boyd um, oh, Bridges. Oh, yeah. Lloyd oh, yeah. Oh, he's the Bridges patron. Yeah, he's the, he's, the, he's the father of Bo and, and um, um, shit, Jeff. Yeah. yeah. God, he is so funny. There's one scene beyond that, which I, I, always, I just always enjoyed that. <laughs> I, I still, it's like one of those jokes I tell myself, you know. <laughs> Wait, if I'm, you know, like I'm having like a pizza, so I picked the wrong week to eat pizza. pizza. And uh, that's uh, a good one. But there's uh, one, uh, there's one bit in there that just, his deliveries are just so awesome. I mean, they're right up there with uh, the deliveries of Leslie Nielsen, the deliveries of Robert Stack, and the deliveries of Leslie Nielsen as far as the quality. And yeah. uh, uh, here's, I don't know what this is about this little bit, but it just cracks me up here. You can listen to it. I want the kids in bed by nine. I want the dog fed, the yard watered, and the gate locked. And get a note to the milkman. No more cheese. <laughs> just, I just like, no more cheese. That just crazy. No more cheese. <laughs> I had that problem, but it was goat's milk and the pet supplies that we used to get. Uh, we used to get, like, doorstep, like, these boxes of pet, pet supplies. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, like, raw goat's milk was always fucking in there. And I just started, like, chucking it into the freezer and after a while i started looking down in the freezer I was like we got like fucking like 10 gallons of, of frozen goat's milk raw goat's milk which is you can't eat drink it as a human being or do anything with it because it's not pasteurized and i was just like we gotta fucking stop the fucking goat's milk it's too much raw goat's milk in my goddamn freezer <laughs> i mean you could could you cook something with it? Make something with no, it? No, I don't know. It's fucking raw. That's I mean, not that I mean, great. As long as you cook it, it, it wouldn't be dangerous. It's probably not dangerous even. Hold it. It was four dogs? Yeah. 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 I don't know. Whatever. With anyway. The, 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 I think that's uh, that's hipster dog food right there, my friend. Uh, maybe. You're, you're very. This is before kids. So, obviously. Oh, that's uh, when things you care. Been taken no, down now the dogs get whatever cheap shit you can get down at the QFC. Yeah, they, they they've been relegated to the. I can always tell when I'm in the pet food store uh, who doesn't have kids and 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 who does, because the um, concern over their pets' diet is um, transferred from uh, 
you know, what it's it's almost as if they're talking about a human being. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't really. I'm more interested. It's funny you should ask that because there's a stupid food we feed our cat, and uh, you know, I tried a couple things, and the cat, you know, I don't know, the cat's fat for some reason. It's not so much the cat. We feed it like usually the minimum recommended, but the cat is so lazy. This cat doesn't do anything. (laughs) This cat just lays around all day long, and so and it's you know and uh, Gene bought this. I don't know, it was called Blue Mountain or something, cat food. And uh, we were running out, so I went to the, the Petco to get some. And um, and I found it in the store. It's fucking expensive shit. It's oh, the yeah. most expensive yeah. dry cat food they have. And the worst yeah. part about it, it's like it's not even that big of a bag for like 60 bucks. And uh, the worst part about it, and I just gritted my teeth and I bought the fucking thing because the cat likes it. And... Um, it has the word holistic written on it. Oh, for fuck's sake. And it just broke my heart to pay for something oh. that would be advertised as holistic. Oh, Oh, sweet boy. Jesus. That's oh, God. Just, that's that, the worst part. I'll pay, I'll pay the 60 bucks for this smallish bag. Of might as well food. just put cat But making me assholes. buy something called holistic just hurts, hurts me inside. Cat, cat food for assholes. Here you go. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it, it's cat food. It doesn't even smell particularly good. It's basically dehydrated kangaroo meat from Australia. So. I mean, which is fine. I don't mind, you know. I mean, cats need their own special food because they have some <laughs> amino acid requirements. But yeah. um, that just that breaks my heart, feeding my cat holistic food. What does that even mean? Does that mean they put some nothing. rose water in there and diluted no, it down to nothingness? It means, it means uh, we can add another extra $10 to this bag. That's what it really means. I would, add, I would pay another $10 not to have that word on there. <laughs> Just ask him, do you have any non-holistic bullshit food How about for this? my cat? You charge me 80 bucks for this bag and put a piece of like duct tape over the word holistic. And they'll be like, have you tried raw goat's milk for your cat? That's it. <laughs> All right, more bits. Uh, no, that's about it. Why don't we go oh, and uh, see what okay. Ebert had to say about the film, and then uh, right. come back. Ebert reviewed Airplane. Forget, I can always forget to use to put the exclamation point in there when I speak. Airplane! Um, giving it three stars on May 7th of 1980. Um, he says, uh, Airplane is um, sophomoric, obvious, predictable, corny, and quite often very funny. And saying that those are the reasons that it is so frequently funny. Um, <clears throat> he said, this sort of humor went out with Milton Berle and Jerry Lewis. You know, I'm just not really familiar with either Jerry Lewis or, or Milton Burrell's work. A uh, little, little, little old school for us. I Which think. makes me think that I really do need to get, find an older film to put into this uh, comedy thing. But don't, just don't, don't say Flubber. I don't want to watch Flubber. I was thinking, uh, what's the... <laughs> I got a couple... Uh, well, anyways, we'll see if I throw one in there. Um, <clears throat> let's see here. Uh he says, movie comedies these days, which I guess is the 80s. The 80s. Uh, 1980, are so hung up on being contemporary and cynically satirical that they sometimes forget to be funny. Really? <laughs> he says, they've lost the nerve to make movies as corny as Airplane. Uh, then he goes on to talk about the... His, well, I, th- I think that's a nice insight. Trying to yeah. be too intelligently <clears throat> funny instead of just being Well, except funny. for there's... I mean, there's a ton of farce movies that came after airplane and there still is you know, i mean so. i guess 
they're probably two more valid points. But, I, I mean, maybe this was a bit of a fresh air for 1980. Like that uh, movie Meet the Spartans <laughs> that came out. Mm. It's like the 300 send-up. You know, they're, they're, uh, just, they keep yeah. cranking that shit out. Maybe, maybe so. that stuff is really good, and we just don't know it because we're too uh, feet. I don't think movie we're movie specialists. Maybe you um, specialists. Yeah. <clears throat> let's see here. Uh, he talks about actually that some of the passengers on the plane are basically stolen from other movies like Airport and Airport Seventy Five and the aforementioned Zero Hour, which uh, he references as well here. Um, he's, for some reason, he spends a paragraph talking about the movie's funniest scene. Which is the hilarious send-up of disco scenes from Saturday Night Fever. I mean, maybe that was a little more contemporarily relevant in 1980. I didn't find that yeah. scene generally that funny. That is sort of funny when he's on wires doing sort of a weird Russian dance thing. We should we should do Saturday Night Fever at some point. It's yeah. a pretty classic cult movie. Uh, you had mentioned it uh, a few months ago, and I... I grabbed a copy of it, so it's ready to go. Oh, well, it's not a comedy, so it might have to wait a little bit. But uh, oh, well, you can, yeah. I mean, uh, I, yeah, I, I'd be fine with doing. I don't know anything about it. Um, and he says, and then he gives sort of props to Lloyd Bridges, saying uh, he's uh, satirizing half of his straight roles, which is probably right. Uh, he also references the Jaws opening scene, which I thought was, was okay. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and uh, boop, 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 and that's about it. So it's uh, weird the comedy the bits that he pointed out, which I don't think were the strongest. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, one well, thing, there you go. I guess that's part of sort of the hit and miss nature of this, that you're one, willing to miss to hit with certain people. One thing I, I did want to sort of <clears throat> wax on a little bit was uh, the movie obviously dates Airline Flight, which was kind of fun to watch. And like you could almost do a contemporary version of, of uh, Airplane Now. And, you know, just basically send up all the shittiness that we have to put up with with regard to flying on, like, air, airliners nowadays. But a few things that I thought were pretty funny. It was, you know, the smoking ticket. Would you like a smoking ticket? Non or smoking ticket, and he actually gets smoking, and it's, like, actually smoking. Mm -hmm. But did you ever were you, did you ever remember flying on a flight that had smoking? Uh, no. I do. It was my first trip on a plane down to Disneyland, and there's a smoking section, and it was fucking disgusting. The, I, I just remember the whole plane smelled like smoke. The smoking section did nothing. And it just seems so weird now that you could sit on a plane 33,000 feet and smoke a fucking cigarette and just fill the cabin with it. It's mm -hmm. just it's bizarre that you could do that. And so, I don't know. I thought it was kind of funny. I mean, times changed. You know, smoking was just real popular for so long. I know. That's, I mean, it's, it's a nice just... addiction. It's like the whole society got it. I mean, yeah, but, yeah. but 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 the, the funny thing is, that you couldn't vape on a plane now. They'd give you a hard time, right? Oh no. Where's the thing about anti-vape? I don't understand it. Everybody I don't know, it man. Like smoking. It's really weird. It's just uh, it's a gateway drug. I Pretty think people got puritanical about it. It's a gateway drug. Pretty soon you'll be shooting heroin or smoking legal pot. <laughs> Yeah, I guess it's one of those twos. So huh. uh, I didn't have anything else. Uh, airplane kind of speaks for itself, I think. Uh, it just gets gag driven. Uh, as a kid, I remember uh, a few gags that I didn't find as funny, like uh, the shit hitting the fan. Oh, I didn't remember seeing that. God, that was sort of gross. Yeah, I it's think not I really that, that funny. Kid. How about the slap train? Uh, you know. I was thinking that wouldn't fly. I'm not, I'm not a big fan intended. of that. But uh, like beating the shit out of some panicky woman. Uh huh. 
Yeah, I don't think that would. I think that would go anywhere. And the black guys had like pipe wrenches and shit. Well, there was the whole jive talking biz. Oh, jive sort of, which was sort of funny, I guess. Now you could do that uh, these days. Ebonics, you know, it'd be black. Well, you really, you really right in the cusp of popular culture there, Matthew. Yeah, I know ebonics. About twenty years too late. (laughs) Yeah, it, 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 it's it's funny. Like um, when people try to kind of codify urban lingo as like an actual sort of pigeon and it's totally not it's it's just a, a tangent and so it's kind of funny you know when they try to like the whole ebonics thing kind of brought that to a head anyway mm, i don't really know much about it uh, i don't think it it's anything a, that's it was anyway. basically a way to sort of excuse uh poor english scores in inner cities that's mm. all i can figure it out well you can ask me about it if it ever comes back all right the mainstream okay, uh, okay. I'll, I'll ask you about it all right, man. Uh, anything else? What's next week? Okay, so uh, Mark, I, I I recall you having a few reservations about the next film that we're going to do. Oh, and, you know, I, uh, I not I, liking it. That's uh, kind of the prevailing. Well, you know, the the one reason I there's a, I can go into is actually a rather dark story about why I don't like it because something sort of terrible happened in Gene's family at the moment I was watching. Uh, Napoleon like phone rang and something horrible was uh, the, the matriarch of the other. family had a serious injury right in okay. the middle of uh, watching that movie and uh, so, so i uh, always think of that whenever i think of the movie though i think i do actually really enjoy it and i think i'll probably enjoy watching it again uh but that was the last time you had tried to watch it yeah okay so uh next week or next whenever i'm, I'm not saying next week because I, I don't know these days but um is going to be Napoleon Dynamite, which uh, is one of these curious movies that that is set 10 years prior to when it was actually filmed for some odd reason. I, mm-hmm. I, 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 I don't know why. It reminds me, it's like a Lebowski-esque in that kind of way. There's at least some, the filmmaker had some reason for doing it, either like nostalgia or sort of uh, wanted to insert parts of their life into it that, you know, you could really only do. Uh, back in the day so uh napoleon dynamite which is one of the cleanest comedies known to man it's super clean and the mormons love the shit out of the film i guess and, and for some reason because it it, it 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 doesn't it, it doesn't it's totally i don't know there's nothing naughty about it so um and i think what the film does at least for me <clears throat> is it captures the true high school nerd and the high school nerd was a lot more childish, I think, than people recall. Like, people always like to think of, like, the high school nerd as, like, a proto-Bill Gates or something like that. But no, they're, they're, they're kind of like Napoleon Dynamite, a lot of them. And it's, like, the reason they get picked on. And stuff. They're socially retarded. Yeah. I, I'm yeah. using that in the strict sense of the word retarded. Uh, Not pejoratively. Well, you, you, Napoleon, you think is is portrayed as a re- retarded person? No, no, film? he he his uh, his social skills are retarded. Oh, yes, in its their development in comparison to his peers. That's true. Yeah, very much so. So anyway, but uh, it's a fun movie. Uh, I I every time it's on TV, I I always watch it. So it's one of those kind of. I love calling quesadillas quesadillas. Quesa- I do that all the time. I still do that. I was like. Gonna make a, I'm gonna make the, the kid a, a quesadilla. <laughs> I'd have to say it like grandma too. Like a quesadilla, <laughs> and then I laugh when I say it. I so, anyway, 
All right, uh, so uh, until then. All right, give me ham on five, hold the mail.